Sports Talk Chicago. John's Glow, John Meadows here with you. Last segment of the day. Remember, if you've missed anything, go to the podcast, Sports Talk Chicago, anywhere you get your podcast, or stay right here on the YouTube channel. This one has been in my head all day. This one has been bouncing around in my brain for the past week. And it's time to get it out in the open. What the hell is wrong with the Chicago White Sox? Hey, John, it's Tony's fault. Really? Is it? Is it really Tony LaRusso's fault? You know, remember a couple of weeks ago when I said that there was a show out there, don't want to name them, who talked about Tony LaRusso and the White Sox being traumatized by LaRusso's reign? Well, now they came out with an article today saying maybe it's not Tony LaRusso's fault. Yeah, would it be two years late to the frickin' party? It was never Tony LaRusso's fault. All of you who said it was were wrong. This team is 7-15. and 15. I'm not even going to blame Pedro Grifol. I'm not, because you know what? That's the trap. It's not the manager. It's the players. When will everybody start seeing it? Look at these numbers. And you tell me who's at fault. The White Sox have three hitters in their entire lineup who's hitting above league average. That's it, three. And Jake Berger isn't even a full-timer yet. Because Money Grandal is, and Andrew Vaughn is. Everybody else is unbelievably disappointing. Albus Andrews sucks. Luis Robert, who was an MVP candidate a week in, is now hitting 233. I heard this on the radio today. Four for his last 41. And guess what? Still leading off. That's a Pedro full problem. Why the hell is he leading off hitting four for 41 in the past stretch of games? Oscar Colas, the rookie, 233. Aloy Jimenez, 208. Tim Anderson still hurt. The White Sox are 66 and 67 since 2021 when Tim Anderson does not play. When he does play, a 600 plus winning percentage. But they're 66 and 67 when he doesn't play. And unfortunately for Anderson, he's always hurt. Yoan Mokata's still hurt. Kevin Sheets has done well off the bench. And everybody else has sucked. In the rotation, it's only been Dylan Cease. I could not be more disappointed with this. Lucas Giolito at a 4.5 BRA, and Lance Lynn at 36 years old, a 7.59. Michael Kopech's at a 7 as well. Reynaldo Lopez trying to close is at an 8.38. Mike Clemenger, another pleasant surprise at 3.26. <clears throat> Nothing is working. So whose fault is it? I ask you. Tony LaRussa, Pedro Grafon, Jerry Reinsdorf, Rick Hahn, or the players? Why did they go 81 and 81 last year? Why didn't they improve upon what they did in 2021? Why are they 7 and 15 this year? Why are they near the bottom of baseball this year? The players suck. They are not playing up to their potential. They're not even playing to any potential. And I've always felt this way about the White Sox. They do a good job, to their credit, at overhyping players who are just not good. They do an outstanding job of it. And I like Luis Robert. I like his potential. But see, here's the thing. He's been in baseball four years, never played more than 70 games in a season. We have to stop talking about potential. He's not a rookie anymore. He's 25 years old. Dude, get it together. 
Eloy Jimenez, 26, still has not played a full season. Oscar Colas, a 24-year-old rookie. These guys suck. You sell the fan base, and you do such a good job of doing it, White Sox, but they don't play, they don't succeed, and everybody just keeps buying into these players who may turn it on. Why? They're horrible. In fact, I'll say this, and this is not an overreaction, they're the reason Tony got fired, and they're the reason Pedro Grifo will probably get fired. I'll tell you what, after Tony going 81 and 81 with this team, I don't know how you can't fire Pedro Grifol after this season. And I, I like Pedro Grifol. I think he actually knows a lot about the game. I like his persona. I like what he does with baseball. But you can't have a double standard here. You can't fire Tony going 500 and then keep Grifol going 65 and 99. We got some real problems here. Legitimate problems. So where is the Tony La Russa deserves to be fire crowned? Raise your hands high. Make sure everybody could see him. You were wrong. You were all wrong. And that's okay. We all make mistakes. We all learn. I make mistakes every day. I learn. But I just, how could you not have seen it? You're sitting here blaming a 78-year-old Hall of Famer who's managed teams, who's won countless championships. You're going to tell me now it's his fault for the crap-ass performance of this team. Guys, come on. Why? And that's not just you. It's everybody in Chicago sports media. There was a vendetta around Tony from the day he was hired. We need to get him on again soon. Mike North, he's talked about this a number of times on this show. There's been a mystique, some weird thing going on around Tony. For whatever reason, I don't know. I don't know why nobody liked him or why nobody wanted him. But he was run out of town essentially by the media, not the team or poor performance. Hey, Tony did great. Two years, won a division championship, never won under 500. Good manager. (laughs) Really good manager. And yet we sit here today watching Pedro, Pedro Grifo and this AAA team play like a AAA ball club. It is not Tony LaRusso's fault. And now we're seeing rectification months and years later. Just two weeks ago, we had people talking on the radio about how this team is so traumatized by Tony La Russa. Traumatized? Traumatized by a manager? Give me a break. Matt Nagy was traumatizing to the Bears. Tony La Russa won games. Tony La Russa was well-liked. Everybody liked Tony La Russa. How could you not? Respectable person. But yet, it's his fault that the team today is 7-15. and 15. Shut up. All of you who said that, shut your mouths. You're wrong. Tony was a great manager. Tony did a lot of things for this team, and I'll tell you what, this team played like this last year, and Tony got them to 500. This team's playing like this again, and a new manager, a novice, a rookie, has about 7-15. Who does that reflect on? Who? And again, I like Pedro Grifo, but my point is, who does that reflect on? 
I don't hear anybody saying it's Pedro's fault. I hear everybody saying now it's the players and Jerry Ryan's door. Fine. Where was that blame last year? Why was it all on Tony? Anybody in the media who peddled that narrative should be ashamed of themselves. You cost somebody a job for no reason. Because if Tony was here today, this team would be at least 500. I'm not saying they'd be a World Series winner, even a division winner, but they'd be 500, guaranteed. And instead, they're 7-15. and 15. They're wasting away in the cellar of the AL Central with Kansas City. And the rebuild that seemingly never ended will continue for the White Sox. That is unfortunate. And I feel for all of you who are fans of this team. You're able to deal with nonsense year after year from your fan base, from media, from the Sox themselves. You never get a clear answer, and I don't blame you for that. You never get a clear answer. You never hear anything. Not your fault fully. But you got to research what's going on here. You cannot blame Tony for what happened. Never. No way. After what he did. Time to blame who's really at fault, the players. Maybe Reinsdorf if you want, but really the players, it's not even Jerry's fault. Hey, Jerry Reinsdorf has spent money on this team. It's not even his fault. These players are not playing. Look at these numbers. My goodness. A 47 OPS plus for Elvis Andrews. Luis Roberts, four for his last 41. Tim Anderson's on the shelf again. Oscar Colos is already playing like a bust. Aloy Jimenez still can't figure it out. Guys, it's not even Jerry. It's these players. They just aren't performing. This is not the team. This is not the vision. This is not the rebuild and the exciting star-studded roster that everybody thought was going to come up. A lot of these players who were marketed to you, this is a tough truth, have been complete disappointments. And once you accept that, You'll understand why the White Sox are losing, why it's not a managerial problem, why it's not even a Reinsdorf problem. It's a player problem. It's a player problem. It is so shameful and unfortunate to see this come out and see it happen the way it has. I hope for White Sox fans' sake that this team just blows up and they start it over. But I understand your pain and your misery and your suffering. You've waited so many years to see this come to fruition. <laughs> and right now you have a 7-15 and 15 dumpster fire. You didn't think you'd be there. I didn't either. But you are. The sooner you accept these players being disappointments, the sooner you're going to understand why they're losing, why it's time to blow things up. That'll do it for us today here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate everybody tuning in. We had such a great show. Great interaction from all of you and a great time. I'm so happy to be back. So happy we were able to do this show here on a Monday night. Big thank you to John Meadows for directing and producing. Make sure everything worked out behind the scenes. Remember, you can follow us all over the place. Sports Talk Chicago. We're always live on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Find me personally at John Z Sports all over social media. And remember, just in case you forget, Sports Talk Chicago is now the Sports Talk Chicago Podcast Network. Corey Wooten, former NFL player, and Joey Christopoulos have their own show on this network. Joey's also going to debut his own show very soon, and we have other people in the works. 
former athletes, sports media heavyweights, and rising stars like myself. So many people are going to be involved. It's actually very exciting, and you will see new content. We're going to make sure we announce everything, get things out for you in the next couple of weeks, two months. We're working on a lot of things behind the scenes. I'm always on the phone every day, and we're going to make sure we make something happen because we want to be the place for you. We want to be the premier spot for you for Chicago sports news. There are other people doing what we're doing, and that's good. Good for them, but we're going to do it differently. And we're going to have a good time doing it as well. And I hope you stay with me and join me along for the ride. We are prepared and poised to take a market share out of the Chicago sports scene. I'm not asking to kill everybody else. I'm not asking to beat down on all of our competitors. I'm asking all of you to join us for what's going to be something unique, something different, and something exciting. With former pros, with icons in Chicago, with sports media people whom you see on TV today and on the radio today, and people like myself, who's been here since day one and who's organizing all this stuff behind the scenes. I hope you stay with us. I hope you join us, and I hope you support us. For all of us here at Sports Talk Chicago, thank you so much for listening and watching today. We will be back later this week. Until next time, so long, everyone.